Good evening and welcome to our 18th episode of NeuroDigest here on Science TV. I'm your host Sylvia Moramo-Chabo and my interpreter is here and we have two guests as you can see today is a lady's house and we are queening for today if you can see there's another sash today not just me alone and we would like to dive into this episode but before we get there let us get to know who our guests are so that at least we can prep our minds and know what lies ahead Karibuni Asante yes kindly introduce yourself to our viewers and let us know who you are what you do so that at least they can know who's in the room Okay, I'm Anastasia Njoki. I'm the project manager at Step Up for Autism Organization. Mm -hmm. I'm Sarah Gosibori, and I'm Light of Autism 2019. Okay, Miss Light of Autism 2019. So she's the reigning princess or prince, uh, queen. Yeah, she's the reigning queen for autism lights. And we are glad to have them here in the studio. And we'd like to first understand what it is that they do, but before we go, there please remember you can interact with us on our social media pages that is andy speaks for on twitter andy speaks on instagram and on facebook andy speaks for special needs persons africa and also on our science tv handles on twitter and on facebook and if you have any questions there is our sms number that is 20508 so you can send us a text and we will revert to you. I wanted to give you some time to learn some sign language. I hope you were able to tell me that. 20508. That is our SMS number. And we'll start with you, Anastasia. Yes, so tell us, what is your organization about? What do you do? How was it founded? How old are you? And uh, what can you say are your greatest achievements in the space for autism? Because remember, we are in this season, we're focusing on autism. So we've taken a very long journey. We've understood what autism is. We've had therapists. We've had, um, we've had a doctor in here explaining. We have talked people on early intervention. We've actually had practicals also on how to handle therapy. Yeah. like at the clinic and at home. We've also had uh, learned about learning disabilities and other diseases and other conditions that actually coexist with uh, autism spectrum disorder. So for you as an organization, you're there to support the autistic community. Mm -hmm. So give us the how, when, you know, the nitty gritties of how you do it. Okay, so uh, in many organizations, we have people that, uh, uh, some organizations that go for stem cell therapy, mm -hmm. others ABA therapy, mm -hmm. others occupational therapy, and others that really uh, uh, require people that to focus on education for them to get educated. Mm -hmm. Now for us as Step Up for Autism organization, we really look up to therapies, that is occupational therapy, speech therapy, and also we really insist on education because we like it when these students are really educated for them to be able to learn a lot and feel uh, that they're not left behind or there is a gap between them. Okay. Yes. So how, how do you play a part in education when you say that is what you focus on? So in what way exactly? Uh, by uh, training people on how to get to understand such people and uh, making them not feel like they're all alone in this, in this spectrum. Okay. So we tend to uh, some nurses in some public institutions so we have the nurses and uh, maternity wards whereby they go and uh, educate the parents on how to learn the early symptoms mm -hmm. so that they can learn the early interventions earlier on mm -hmm. for early diagnosis. Okay. Yes, and we also have uh, whereby we go to remote areas, educate the parents in some forums mm -hmm. and make them understand it better and how to treat, uh, to understand and 
deal with the situation at the moment. Okay. Yes, because it's so hard whereby many people never want to uh, release their children and make them uh, free to the people. So they, they keep on hiding them. So we kind of try to train them on how to uh, to identify and how to deal with the situation. Not just uh, because in some remote areas, most of them won't have the money mm -hmm. to take them for the therapies. Okay. Yes. All right. So you educate the parents, you educate nurses so that they can identify yes. the early symptoms of autism. Yes. <clears throat> then you create awareness in the rural area. Yes, sure. Okay. Yeah. Good. So that's specifically for autistic yes. condition. Yeah. Condition. Autistic Dis spectrum disorder. disorder. Yes. All right. Okay, that's good. And then one thing that you guys don't know or could just find out, Sarah here is actually an Otsi. We call them Otsis, right? Yeah. How do you like it? How which one which word do you prefer? <laughs> actually, because I recently learned that mm -hmm. There's a slang word to it. Okay. So Educator. It's, it's, it's Otsis. Oh, yeah. Otsis. Yeah, she is an Otsis. That means she's actually autistic. So we'd like to just hear a bit about her and then we see how she comes into play with this. How did she even end up being uh, Miss Light of Autism and what pushed her to it? And what does it entail when you're actually the reigning queen? So, Sarah, over to you. Yes. Um, okay. From the starting of how I ended up here mm -hmm. was um, I was really I was really going through a lot before now accepting mm -hmm. autism itself. Mm -hmm. I've always known I had autism, but I didn't really accept it. Okay. So it came uh, it came around like when I dropped out of a university or an institution I was in. Okay and I was struggling on being myself basically so from that I, I was seeking to go I was seeking for an, a, a place where I can get support so I was I was uh, people suggested to me that I should go look for a support group on Facebook and then I went I went to my Facebook and I typed something to do with autism then Kenya Autism Alliance came, came. Mm -hmm. that was it I saw like a poster after like two two weeks okay. after joining it mm -hmm. and yeah that's where it started that's where the journey started yeah. of, of being uh, Miss Light of Autism Kenya 2019 yeah. so over to you yes, so how does how does step up come in when it comes to this pageant uh, what we do is uh, we create uh, a forum whereby we let them participate in it because um, most people uh, think tend to think that they cannot get uh, into such activities mm -hmm. so we bring such activities to make them feel participated or included in the mm -hmm. in the in the community yes yeah. so such we, we 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 plan for such an event every year on April because that is the April uh, the, uh, the World Autism Day awareness month. awareness month yes. is in April and awareness day is on the third April. Yes. So how many years have you done it? Uh, three years. For three years. Yes. Oh wow. Okay, that's a, a long time. And how many how many contestants have you gotten? And how do you how did you reach out to her? Uh, okay, how she got from social media? Yes. But how about others? And uh, is it all of them? Cause I remember I had an interaction. Like the she is the queen, 
but there is someone else uh there was something uh miss autism yes so what's the difference okay what we do uh we have the mr autism mm -hmm. kenya and then miss autism and then the light of autism mm -hmm. that is the atypical the, mm -hmm. the uh, yeah so what we do uh we have the neurotypicals then that is the missing miss mm -hmm. to help them uh be ambassadors mm -hmm. of the organization okay. and help us to reach to the people with autism mm -hmm. yes okay so just to break that down so that you can understand because i realize that's a lot of jargon for public so generally the mr and the miss autism are neurotypical meaning yes. they are uh, what people like calling normal but i think everyone is normal in their own way but then now sarah here is the one representing actual an autistic person like we said the slang version of it is otzi so you need to have at least one otzi in the quorum so she's the light like she's shedding the light she's the example of living the life of an autistic person while the other two actually are champions like raising awareness and all these other services that are done by step up for autism which i think is something pretty cool like she said not many people expect autistic persons to be able to step out and because most of the time when we say they're non-verbal when we say that they're not able to socialize you think there is nothing else they can do especially when it requires a lot of mingling and i'm sure in your journey those are some of the things when you tell people like i'm autistic they look at you like they were again you know because it does not help when when autism is something that's invisible because if someone walks up to you and they can see you're normal your what how has that been for you it's been like uh it's been that journey because trying to explain to someone that you're different mm -hmm. and it, not by the looks of like your parents and mm -hmm. stuff it's mm -hmm. so annoying but you get <laughs> get used to yeah, it yeah you get used to it okay but yeah. but what is the let's say what is the most annoying let me use the word you used what's the most annoying that you have ever had to go through the most annoying thing is being told you're so weird weird yeah being okay. so weird like you're being told ah you're not so you're not so you're not like the rest you're so weird but you're autistic everyone yeah. is weird in their own way so what what makes you any weirder you know yeah. <laughs> you have a problem with me i am yeah. not weird i am who i am yeah so take me as i am and that's the problem with society that we need to change like if this is my character if this is how i live if this is how i do my thing accept me for who i am don't try and fit me in your box and that's mm -hmm. where we go wrong because yeah. it's kasara she's pretty she's got it and we started strategy for them she's like she got it see you know she can do it yeah <laughs> It's just that the challenges, neurodevelopmental challenges that you go through, but you, as you can see, I'm sure her parents have put in a lot of time, resources, and a lot of love to make her turn out to and, and be who she is today. But then now you find society is always there trying to just taint whatever you try and stand up. It's like they're beating you down, yeah. reminding you the way you can't, you can't, you can't. But we want to show you that you actually can, and you can make a lot out of a child who's autistic. You just need to embrace and accept so tell us growing up how was that growing up i grew up just like any child mm -hmm. but um now development wise it was hard like mm -hmm. okay i would i could imitate other kids mm -hmm. when when we were playing and stuff like that but now when come when it came to school that was now the difference Oh, when you went now to school, yeah, normal school, integrated or special school? Uh, normal school. You went to a normal school. Yeah. Wow, how was that? <laughs> uh, 
it was it was a struggle. It was okay. a struggle. Yeah. All through you've been in all uh, in a normal school. Not all through. Like okay. throughout primary, I was in a normal school. Then in class when I was in class six, class seven, there. Um, they started noticing that I'm getting lower grades. Mm -hmm. That's when I was shifted to a special school. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. when now they they they, they realized something, yeah, something was, was was going on. Yeah. Okay. How did your parents take it? Um. Okay. They were told before. Yeah. I I think uh, when I was I was still a young child. Okay. That they were told uh, they were told that I would be autistic. Mm -hmm. And. I don't know what next happened, but now the the whole struggle of looking for schools. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the main the now. main challenge now came when you got to class six. Yeah. Because you know, like oh, that, uh, there is some time last week I was saying at that time I'm averaging is the time you get into adolescence. So that's mm -hmm. usually the hardest part because yeah. you see the self discovery. Everyone is growing. Everyone is changing. You trying to find who you are, but then there are things beyond your control that you can't basically understand. Yeah, yeah? am I? Uh, is that right? You know, now you're the one who's. <laughs> I'm telling you what I hear. I have three years to get to teenage, so I'm like, oh, help me, God. <laughs> you know, that I'm trying to understand. And actually, Andrew has already started acting out. Like last night, he was a disaster. I felt like pulling my, I mean, practically like no. <laughs> get me out of there. <laughs> then he hit me like he's nine and this day and age they're, they're changing earlier because I can see he's become different and I'm like so help me God I need to balance this so please teach us <laughs> at least show us the light at the end of the tunnel because it was not easy you know sometimes when you talk about it you're talking to other people and you're okay with it but then at the end of the day it's still difficult for me as a parent it's still difficult because now now i can relate to the way you're saying when they got to class six and now it became a challenge because i'm trying to think oh this is such a oh coochie coochie baby then all of a sudden like no no i'm like and then, uh, then you remind yourself, okay, you need to treat him in a, you know, like to be understanding. So it's, yes. it's also for us parents, it's not something that is uh, very easy. And I'm, I'm glad actually you're doing the enlightenment. So, so far, how many like counties, how many places have you gone to? How much impact can you say that uh, um, Step Up has been able to impact? Uh, we've been to Kajado. Mm -hmm. uh, we have, uh, we actually have our therapy, mm -hmm. uh, whereby we go there monthly. Okay. And then we've been last year, uh, early this year in April, mm -hmm. we were in Eldoret, creating awareness there okay. uh, in an, in a town called Eton. Right. Yes. Eton. Oh yeah, you had a, it was a race mm -hmm. or something. Yes, it was a marathon. Oh, a marathon. So you went to Kipmini Kipwewe. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so you went to the land of the people who actually ran. She bring us. Bring it to us so we can try and learn, you know. When you put me there with uh, Akina <laughs> Elid, of course, that's a, that's a joke. Tell us walk, or you just give us a head start of like maybe two hours. Oh, know? and by the way, we also have another uh, uh, therapy center okay. in along Georgia Road mm -hmm. that is in Nairobi, Mathare. Ah, yes. right. Okay. So when you say a therapy center, so it's a section where you set aside and parents can come and bring their children for therapy. Yes. I'm assuming occupational therapy, speech therapy, which therapy? Occupational therapy and speech therapy. So both of them. Yes. Uh, what are the services for free? We pay just. Uh, we just do it for free uh -huh. every Saturday okay. from 8 a.m. Mm -hmm. to around 2 p.m. Okay. Because uh, the, mostly the biggest challenge you have is mm -hmm. having consistent parents. Mm -hmm. So by which uh, you won't be able to record 
uh, the improvement of the of the child. Uh, but at least so far we have 22 kids mm -hmm. that have been consistent. Yes. Okay. And that's our... Wow. That's something very commendable. At least now the parents know there is someone who's got your back when it comes to occupational therapy and speech therapy and it is for free, right? Yes. Madare, give us the exact location so that at least someone, I'm sure there could be a parent seated somewhere be like, oh my god, I need that and I, I can't afford it, but then... Yeah, let's hear. Okay, it's along Juja Road, mm -hmm. next to Olympic Petrol Station. Mm -hmm. Yes. Juja Road along, okay. That is Pullmaster's building. Okay, thank yes. you. I was waiting for that. At least a <laughs> landmark. <laughs> okay, so we are here in the house. It's a ladies' night, as you can see, and a queening one at that. As you can see, we have two queens in the house. <laughs> Myself and Sarah, and we're both from Kissy. Giddy up. Hey. You know, I forgot to mention that when we started. <laughs> representing banana land so we are here and we are sharing with you uh, her life she's on otzi and she's currently the light of autism kenya 2019 and we have a representative from step up for autism that organizes the pageant here in our country once every year uh during april where we have the april normally is actually the autism awareness month and third of april is the international day for for autism so we will take a short break so that after guys can take a break and then we will be right back in a few minutes so if you have any questions remember our sms numbers are open it's 20508 and you can engage us on our social media pages so don't go away we'll be right back Welcome back to NeuroDigest, our 18th episode, and today we have guests, like we said, it is a ladies' night, and we are talking about one of the organizations that helps and supports autism uh, spectrum disorder parents and caregivers by creating awareness and availing services for them so that at least we can alleviate some of these costs. Remember we had said earlier that it is usually a very expensive affair, especially when we have to do therapy, you have to do occupational therapy, you have to do speech therapy, there are those who need physio and there are those who need assistive devices and you will find some other times where the children actually uh, require visual aids because remember it's a spectrum and there are those who have uh, the conditions that also come along with it that require medication. So as wide as the spectrum is, as wide as we need support and, and services that will make our lives easier as parents and caregivers. Now, I would like to take us back to Anastasia and ask, we mentioned about nurses, right? Yes. So where do you find the nurses? How do you judge? Is it, do you take people who actually have the passion for autistic children or, oh, you're a nurse, come, I want to teach you something. Or how, and then how do they actually um, choose who to talk to about uh, autism and other neurodevelopmental disorders when they're creating the awareness in the hospital? How, how do you nurture them so that they do it correctly and identify the right people? Okay, in the organization, we have most people, uh, we work mostly with the youths. So we have the nurses, we have people with different courses. 
So the nurses in our midst, that's where we tend to teach them more on autism. Mm -hmm. And now what we do is like uh, ask for a day to such a ho to a certain hospital, mm -hmm. and then we go there and talk to the executive, then get the permission. Then that's where we go to t uh, learning, uh, making the parents understand it. Okay. Yeah, so you go, you go targeted to the maternity ward or or is it so you I'm, I'm just trying to get the point of trying to put across so the nurses that you you have yeah mm -hmm. they're in school or they're practicing nurses that is one that's not clear as yet. So, yeah. uh, we have some in school okay. and we have some that are already done in school so okay. they're nurses then they're, they're practicing nurses yes. certified nurses exactly so how long do they get trained before they can go out and, uh, with that authority of i understand what i'm talking about uh well we always have a training program mm -hmm. uh for an organization mm -hmm. and that we uh, that happens every, uh, every twice a month mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. for them to get more educated on autism how long does the course look uh we have like six months mm -hmm. yes that is twice a month okay yes so all right so 18 of them okay. 12. 12 12 yeah so okay and then do you do they sit an exam for you to come to check that they understand what they're talking about or yeah they have to go through such uh questioning mm -hmm. uh, from the therapists okay yes all right so but, but but what they do is just awareness they they don't interfere uh like you see now, you've say you've just mentioned that they are guided by the therapist, right? Yes. But all they do is just educate, like pass on the. They're like champions for mm -hmm. a better word, mm -hmm. right? So they they just go and educate the parents, like oh, there is this condition. So now when they get to that point, so they just talk to every mother in the world, yes, yeah, so that they are aware. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think that is something that's very commendable because the last when we did the cycle for autism awareness in April. We realized when we went through all the counties, not all doctors actually know what autism is and they don't understand. So my question was, if these are the doctors, they're the ones we rely on and the nurses to tell me as a mother that, okay, your child is slow. Most of the time they tell you, ah, like every child has their own pace, which is not correct. Yeah. Because when a parent raises concern that my son has not, my daughter has not, you should note it so that you follow up and do something about it. So I'm, I'm glad that this something is being done in that front, so that at least more people are aware that means our parents will be informed in good time. Mm -hmm. Remember, we all want early intervention because our child's brain uh, matures around five, seven years and by like 10 years. So we need to identify this condition early so that you can mold your child and try and intervene and do the therapies so that they can live a near normal life as much as possible. Yeah. Yes. Thank you very much for that. Now, Sarah, I want to step a bit into your private life. <laughs> now that we said that, yeah, you were you 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 started you went to school, you were in a normal school, then you went to a special school. I'm sure a special school was a bit easier. Yeah. It was easier. The people were more accommodated. Yeah. All right. So you went up until you mentioned about being uh, in university or college. Uh, it was an institute. Oh, it's an institute. Yeah, yeah, okay. So after high school, how was how? I know most people ask this question. So let me be the the, the devil's advocate. So, <laughs> you know, because it's it's questions people wonder. Like, how do yeah. they get to do this? So how how did you do KCPE? How was your education like? Like, did you sit like everyone else? Did, did they give you a different paper? Did they? Those are the 20,000 questions everyone wonders when they see a fully grown person who says they're autistic. 
here in our country. Because you know, people are just learning to know about autism. So people assume all autistic uh, people are children. Uh, and no <laughs> living proof. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so I actually did my uh, IGCSE. I was in a British school. Okay. Um, I was in Kestrel Manor. I'm an alumni there. So, yeah. Okay. It so was just normal kind of like examination. Ah, yeah. all right. But then uh, at least you're, you're given your own speed, there's no yes. pressure. Yeah. So at least you're lucky enough not to have to do KCP. Mm. Okay. Phew. <laughs> 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 but you see, why I ask that is because most of the time we have parents who cannot afford to take their children to special schools mm-hmm. and actually that, uh, that specialized special school. Because mm-hmm. most of the government special schools, they still have to seek for KCP. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the different abilities that autistic people have, I always put myself in the shoe and I wonder, just those, because I, I, I read somewhere, I could be wrong, but it, it's like they give a, they're given like 30 minutes extra. And I'm thinking, my son is nine. He cannot even write, like, even we're still on coloring mode. So um, by the time he will be able to breathe nicely, color within borders, for us at least, consistency is like, yeah, great achievement. I'm thinking, exams. Are we being serious? <laughs> you know? But at least I know verbal he can take. Mm-hmm. Like if you ask him, do this, do that, that he can do. It's just this part of uh, writing, maintaining, and the system. So no matter how many, I don't know how many years of therapy we've done, and what, but I still have faith that we will get there. Did you have, do, what, what were your symptoms like? Mine, mine was, um, I was, I, I couldn't write. I couldn't write well, mm-hmm. and I couldn't like if I if I was given a storybook, mm-hmm. I would really struggle on like pronouncing words. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, but you you could read, but then you could read like you can understand. Yeah. But that just the reading. Yeah, just the uh-huh. reading. So those are the learning the learning challenges, challenges. that come come with it. So now now that you finished school mm-hmm. and you went to the institute. Yeah. And you're 25. Yes. <laughs> and you know here in Africa, <laughs> here in Africa, we always have like those of like, you know, <laughs> we always ask that question of like, so in black and white, it looks, are you dating? How is your social life like? Like, how is it dealing with that aspect of life? Because we're all human, we all want to be, want to do, want to be with someone. But then, has has uh, being autistic ever been a challenge in that space? And if so, how? Yes, it has been a challenge because um, uh, as as an as a person living with autism, mm-hmm. I also face like um, a struggle in expressing myself. Okay. So that that also affects my social life. But yeah, that that people out there that are good-hearted and are patient enough to like have a friendship with you mm-hmm. so yeah making friends i do make a lot oh, of friends, you do yeah. friends. Okay. Yeah. and keeping them everyone but then after a while he's pissed off that one he's done <laughs> yeah. like god you're gonna have a tough time you know but yet if you look at their hearts like they have such a big heart they want to love and they love and they give their all to it yeah. so does that sometimes come like you feel like i don't want to do this anymore because you get into a relationship whichever relationship that is and then you're really trying hard and it's beyond you 
and then people give up on you. Does that happen? Yeah, it happens a lot, a lot. Because in okay, you're you you're in a relationship with someone, like friendship, mm -hmm. and like you want to talk about like okay, friendship entails of you guys sharing each other's yeah. problems and yeah. stuff like that. But for us, it's like you it's like you you are you're carrying a lot of baggage in you and that's when they try and like crawl away crawl away from from like, like i don't this want no weird. more drama she's weird <laughs> when they say weird explain weird. i just don't get it when someone says someone is weird i don't get it there's nothing like being weird you are who you are it's either you like me you don't like me there's a habit i have that you can't deal with which is your problem because <laughs> Is, it is who I am. No, because when we talk about embracing difference and talking about being inclusive, everyone has that weird habit. You know, there's that yeah, one true. thing about everyone that eeks someone else yeah. and someone else can stand it. Then there is that something about me that someone else likes, someone else cannot stand. You know, that's the, about community. That's what, um, uh, what do you call it? Being together and uh, persevering mm -hmm. each other's differences and stuff like that is all about. Mm -hmm. So, what do they find weird? Have you ever asked someone like, "What do you mean I'm weird?" Like, tell me now. Define weird. <laughs> yeah, I I would ask them, "What do you find weird about me?" Mm -hmm. Like, oh my gosh, you're just so different. As in, like the way you express yourself, it's mm -hmm. not like. But we know autists have no yeah. filters. The minute I tell you I'm autistic, yes, no, I have no filters, you know? I'll give it to you as it is because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. By the way, they don't lie because that's too much work. So I always tell you guys, don't go telling autists <laughs> secrets. Uh -huh. Because they'll tell you, oh, yeah, we did this, 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 but they said I should not tell you, but that's what we did. Because they're just, that's truthful. There's nothing yeah. weird about that. It's just that the world has put benchmarks, that, you know, like stamps and expectations yeah. that we want everyone to fit in that space, which is not right. Mm -hmm. Which is not right. Yeah. So there's nothing weird. It is just you're being as authentic as it gets. Yes. And I'm sure when you're expressing yourself, you're just, this is what I feel. Yeah. There is no that tiweka filter kanyagia kidogo. Don't say this. No, <laughs> it is what it is, man. Deal with it. So it's people who can't deal with the emotion yeah. because society has always told you mind someone else. But mm. if you're hurt, you're hurt. Mm. If I love you, I love you. If I don't feel your vibe, I don't feel your vibe. But then you expect people to be like, Akiwo, yeah. Let me think of. There is nothing like that in the world. Is there? No, there is. <laughs> so it's not about being weird. Yeah. Ama, did I say? <laughs> did I put it correctly? <laughs> I am. I am from, from what I've learned and what I've read, because um, I took a course on autism um, just to get to understand. And sometimes I always encourage parents read as much as you can. It will help you to understand your child, understand what it is that they're going through. Mm -hmm. It 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 does not make life easy. It makes it easier because everything that you go through for the first time and everyone's experience is different. But you see, if I hear your experience now, I'm like, okay, the day I see him behaving like this, I'm like, okay, I hear you. I can see you. I can see you, you know, <laughs> like, uh, come slowly, I'm ready for you, yeah. you know, because I've read about it. But sometimes the things that come like such a bombshell, so are there any special things that you guys have gone through in your ventures of going to create awareness around, especially in the rural areas? What, what, what do you say would be the most unique and the most, in this autism spectrum diversity, what would be that one thing that you come across? If you do go to the field, first of all, yes, you do go to the yes. field. So okay, so let's not make assumptions. <laughs> we all know. <laughs> so 
when you go out there, what is that? Because you see, you're a neurotypical person yes. dealing with a neurodiversity. You're sure. not a parent. Yes. No? It's just out of passion, right? Yeah. Or is it because it's your job? No. It's because <laughs> it's, <a passion. laughs> it's actually not a job. It's just voluntary. It's voluntary service. Yes. So you see, it comes from her. Well, well, give us, uh, just paint for us a picture of the one thing that either touched your heart or you found very weird, like take us through your world of when you're out there uh, raising awareness. Okay, uh, the most difficult moments that we have, like getting to the rural areas, mm -hmm. like for example, for instance, going to Kajiado, mm -hmm. uh, we had uh, dealing with parents that they don't know how to exp uh, to speak in Kiswahili, okay. they just uh, speak in Maasai, wow. so we need to get an interpreter to mm -hmm. explain to us what they are saying, mm -hmm. and still a problem that they, uh, they encounter mm -hmm. is having the uh, to, to raise the money for taking their kids to hospital mm -hmm. because some some people ha some some of the kids with, uh, in this the, in the spectrum mm -hmm. they tend to have the uh, the conversions okay. so they don't know how to uh, yes okay. so again that calls for money and mm -hmm. an ambulance or something and for them to be rushed to hospital mm -hmm. yes. I'm trying to put myself in that, like I'm trying to talk to you, I can't figure And then if you lose anything in interpretation, who do we sue? <laughs> you or the interpreter. Because <laughs> you see, those are some of the challenges. And how is stigma like? Do they embrace? How do you even get to know that there are special needs children here and here? Do you have people on the ground who tell you I've spotted a child here? Or do you call out and put like a notice that you're coming? How do you go about that? Okay, what we do, we go to the chief area mm -hmm. and then we talk to him about the situation. Mm -hmm. And then that's where he organizes uh, a forum. A yes, okay. where we go and talk to them mm -hmm. and they share with us the problems. Then that is where we also go with the therapist mm -hmm. and offer our services to them. Oh, wow. Yes. That is very commendable. Now, I know there is a conference we had this year and you are part of the organizers. That was the first ever Pan-Africa Congress. Congress on autism. autism. It was PACA, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, I got it right. I remember. And it was like very intense. We had people from across the world, practically. Yes. And we sat together as parents, caregivers, doctors. We were just discussing what works for us here in Africa. And that was the first one. And we're looking forward to have the second one next year in Ghana, to be hosted in Ghana. So you all who want to learn, want to understand, or want to gain, better start saving. We know this is Kenya, this is <laughs> Africa. We need to be given advance warning. So it was something that was actually worth the while because you actually get to talk to these international doctors who have done research, who understand the spectrum inside and out. Yeah. Yes. So if someone wants to register, where do they go? Uh, we have the Kenya Autism Alliance mm -hmm. uh, and the PACA website. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, on Facebook, mm -hmm. they can just look on Kenya Autism Alliance and mm -hmm. they'll get the PACA mm -hmm. uh, link. Okay. Yes. I am sitting here, I'm confused. So my viewers must be very confused. Okay. So you go, <coughs> you go to Kenya Autism Alliance website. Yes. Then you will find a link to PACA. Yes. Okay, yeah. thank you. Just to clarify that, it was a bit confusing there. So All right, so now um, in Ghana, where exactly in Ghana is it going to be? Accra? In Labadi Beach. Labadi, okay, that's yeah. Accra, yeah. yeah. It's in Accra. Uh, yeah, I've been there, pretty place. Uh, we will save up to go there. It's very beautiful. Golden beaches, a bit dirty, but yeah. Beautiful Kenya. You go there, you appreciate your country. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the Atlantic Ocean is cold. 
let me warn you okay sour sour that is quite quite commendable in what it actually we are doing if you were to quantitate um what is the plan you've mentioned kajado you've mentioned in c10 yes where are you going next uh next year we'll be having our marathon at kapsabet nandi county why nandi why why keep what Okay, because there's the <laughs> areas where most people don't know more about it. Okay, so yes. what is the essence of it? When you're doing the marathons out there, mm -hmm. is it for people to participate or for you to create awareness? Yeah. Depends with the target. So what's your target? Tell us what's your target when you're doing the run, the marathon? Uh, creating awareness, that is always our target. Okay. Because we want people to be more educated uh, mm -hmm. on how to deal with people in, uh, in the spectrum. Okay. Yes, and we'll be going next year in april mm -hmm. yes okay. april next year. yes so that's still the same month you still have the mr and miss autism at the same the same month yes and also the parker conference ah uh, so that, that's a lot for one month but okay we managed it this year we will hack it again but that, <laughs> the, the pageant comes right after the conference right? yes okay good so have you started like do you prep them like sarah how 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 did they teach you how to walk did they yeah, do you have, have any like special cause i know my this is actually my cause as miss africa raising awareness and teaching and empowering parents and caregivers about neurodevelopmental disorders uh just the fact that my kids are autistic i have opted to do the entire um group of uh, neurodevelopmental disorders so for you as a beauty queen and uh, a step up, I don't know how orientation is done for you guys. Because you see, that's, that, that's just the title. For us, pageantry is totally different. And I know I tried to explain in the first episode that pageantry and beauty titles are not the same. Yeah. yeah? So what, 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 is it, what is your cause, if any, and how has your journey been when you're reigning? And uh, are there any questions that people ask you when you say you are, and they're like, like how, and stuff like that? Um, okay, my title, mm -hmm. my title um, entails of me, I represent uh, the challenges, mm -hmm. the strength and talents that an autistic individual has. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, my projects are like raising awareness basically. Okay and trying to encourage more OTCs like mm -hmm, me mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to come out mm -hmm. and just accept who they are. Who they are. You mentioned that you just uh, recently accepted. What was what was holding you back? Like, what 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 were you going through that it was hard for you to have to have acceptance? Because I can imagine for parents it's usually hard. For you as the person actually living with the condition, being in the stigma in the center of it. Yeah. How 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 was that acceptance process for you? Uh, it was a struggle because um, when I was in that institute, I was really trying. I focused on being like the rest of mm -hmm. my peers, mm -hmm. so that really brought me down. Like I didn't accept of being different. Or oh, you were trying to fit in the yes. in the box that yeah. you forgot there is a Sarah somewhere within you. <laughs> yeah, it's different. And that's usually mm -hmm. a lot of work. Girl, you give yourself a lot of work. <laughs> I cannot even begin to imagine because that's the one thing I always say. You are uniquely you. Embrace you the way you are. Love yourself a hundred and ten. You know? So yeah. that you can give ten you remain with a hundred. I always say you cannot give from an empty cup, you cannot give for a cup that does not belong to you. Mm -hmm. So always have yourself first, you're pretty, you're beautiful, you're knowledgeable, you have gone against all because where you are now. Whoever says weird, 
that's their problem. That's yeah. their problem. Like you deal with yourself. That's mm -hmm. not on me, that's on you. So if you were coming into my space, Terms and conditions apply. Even Safari Com always has terms and conditions. And provider. You know, like this is who I am. Understand me. If you understand me, our lives will be easier. When you feel either I'm coming out too strong, I'm sure all you want is someone to just take you for who you are and they talk to you. I'm yeah. not, just talk to me. Tell me when you feel I'm being weird, as you guys call it. But when she's being herself, <laughs> the best thing you can do is just like, hey, chick, uh, I love you, but you know, here I need you to just take me slowly. Like, give me doses. Because it's also not easy, as mm. much as we're saying. It's not easy for a neurotypical person to have to deal and to actually, especially when you're starting, because this is a whole new thing to them. Mm. But just embrace, like, try and be understanding. The more you go, if you go with a closed mind, it will be harder for both of you. But just come with an open mind. That way, when your eyes don't have scales, even the Bible says it, or logs, <laughs> you will be able to clearly see an individual for the beauty that they have, for who it is that they are. And most of the time, I'm sure the friends that have stayed by are the ones that actually help you walk, help you discover yourself. You know, because everyone needs somebody. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's just to sit, have coffee, and just look at each other, at least you know them. You know, there are those yeah. photos of two women holding coffee cups in school, <laughs> just look at each other. But you know, even that counts. That's yeah. what you say, being there for each other is about. You don't have to speak into my life and like, Asara, now why did you drop off? You know, you need yeah. to finish school. You've not even thought, are you working, by the way? You know, don't be judgmental. Yeah. Don't. Like, have a conversation with me. I am human at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very true. Because mm. I, 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 I'm just trying to put myself in your shoe. I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed on your behalf. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that it is hard being a woman. Yeah. Then I add a woman with challenges, and it's not something you can control. Yes. If I have issues with my hormones, I don't know how you deal, but yeah, big up. <laughs> you know because these are things that come we can't control it's god given you know and yeah. all of that so if you you already people already feeling that you're out strong so when that time comes <laughs> but anyway that, that has been that it has been great uh, just getting to learn a bit more about your life and and the challenges that comes with it but at least we have seen there is someone who's out there who's raising awareness she has lived the life yeah. yes yeah and if you have any questions she's there was, was we call her booth well, well oh yes Busy like Murray. what what is the what is the facebook do you have been twittered insta snapchat facebook. facebook you know these days there is all those things that we have to keep up with but what your if, if anyone has questions because you know maybe there is a girl out there yeah. who's struggling trying to get out of this i would mm. like to reach out to someone who's passed this journey and has an experience if you don't mind sharing uh, preferred contact so that this is uh, what I like about neurodigest in this space. I want it to be a space for connecting, where we link up, we educate, we empower each other. Yeah. Uh, not everyone has to walk that journey, make the same mistakes, suffer the same, but if someone has walked ahead, let them hold your hand, you know? Yeah. So if you don't mind being that someone to someone else, yeah, you can share. <laughs> your okay. Facebook page. I will, uh, I will share. Uh -huh. oh, my Facebook page is Sash Pusiburi. Mm -hmm. um, with, uh, with my page, I mean, 
on my Facebook page is also my personal, okay, it's not personal, but it's just a page where I basically mm -hmm. talk about how, talk about myself basically and mm -hmm. living with the spectrum, mm -hmm. which is uniqueness with autism. Okay. Yes, that's where you guys can find me and I am more than happy to help anyone and everyone, everyone and everyone yes you got a friend so that girl if you are raising a girl and you'd like for her to have someone who understands her and who's going to work with her sarah is here she is the light for autism and she will work with you she understands and she's been there done that she has a trophy there you go yeah she got it <laughs> and very proud of it and then anastasia tell us now, what are the future plans for Step Up for Autism, apart from the marathon, the therapy, and, and now recently PACA? Is there what we should be looking forward to coming from your organization? Uh, we're really looking forward to having a school whereby we, uh, we accommodate the, uh, the children in the spectrum. Okay. Yes, that is what we really long for. Okay. Yes. What, is, what is holding you back? Uh, the funds, because uh, it's voluntary, so everyone taking part uh, mm -hmm. is out of voluntary work. Mm -hmm. Yes, so like uh, most of the things that we do is out of our own fundings. Okay. Yes, and still looking for some sponsors mm -hmm. for us to get up and give mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't worry, it comes nice and slow and yeah, easy. Sure. All right, so we're, we've come to the end of our show. You have been gracious, gracious with us and patient. And I am thankful, ladies, for coming and for being with us and for sharing your stories and what it is that you do and kudos for the services that you offer. I'm sure someone out there will benefit. And that is the true essence of why Andy Speaks came together with Science TV to form NeuroDigest so that we can be of support to everyone out there on the spectrum. Either cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, autism, learning disabilities, dyslexia, all that, we got you. So I'm here with you. This is NeuroDigest, our 18th episode with me, Sylvia Moramo Chabo, your host, and our interpreter. I'll allow you to do both sign language and voice. So at least today they hear your voice. Sign language is African Aurelia. Aurelia. She was so soft. Aurelia <laughs> is her name. She's been with us and she's always and always helpful to make sure that we have inclusion even of those who cannot hear so that they understand because you never know who can get affected and who lives next to the person who will just need this information to make a difference in their lives. Until the next episode, do have a good night and thank you for staying with us. And remember, follow us on social media and any questions on anything you'd like for us to let you know, let us know so that we got your back. Have a good night. Me, your host, Sylvia Morama Chabo, here on Neurodigest.